Hey team, this is Wayne Smith and this is the Olympia Boxing Podcast. Hope you're all enjoying this fabulous weather we've got going on right now. So today's episode, we're very lucky. We've got Mr. Dennis Stinchcombe, MBE from the Broadplain ABC down in Bristol. Now, the reason for getting Dennis on is that we he is the founder of Boxing for Parkinson's. Now, for anyone that follows us knows that we have a very successful Boxing for Parkinson's program that we've been running for nearly two years now at St. Mary's ABC in Chatham. So what we've done is we've, we've spoken to a few clubs that are now getting themselves involved in the program. We're getting them onto this podcast. So we're going to have a little series on Boxing for Parkinson's so everyone can tell their little stories of what's been going on, how they've, what they're achieving because it's proven that boxing is such a powerful tool for people living with Parkinson's. So Dennis has got a fantastic story. He's been running, he, he was the flag bearer. He's now the one that's setting up all the courses to help boxing coaches be able to understand people living with uh, Parkinson's and how to deliver the program. So guys, please grab yourself a cup of tea because this is a really good episode and sit back and enjoy. Hey Dennis, how you doing, buddy? I'm fine, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, very well, mate. Great to get you on the podcast. Good to a pleasure. <laughs> how is it down in your in your part of the country? How you been getting on? It's all been good. Um, obviously, like everybody else in the country, we've had to close down and cut down all of our operations to begin with for quite some time, which is an awful yeah. pity, really. Yeah. Um, and I know it's affected all of my groups, juniors, seniors, and of course. Uh, the Parkinson's group of all people that loved coming on a Friday. So yeah. it's affected everybody, um, but not through the fault of the boxing gyms. It's it's what we've got to do. We've got to follow the rules and try and do it properly. So as far as I know, we all have. And on the 24th, we reopened. Mm-hmm. Um, as a school, we run an alternative learning provision as a school. That's ran every single day anyway, because the government wanted us to work with the difficult mm-hmm. kids. Not a problem. We did that. And yeah. we were full every day. But the, the boxing side and everything else was shut, which is an awful pity again, but it is what it is. And we've lost, we've lost quite a lot of money by it because that's the way it is. But, um, hey, you know, it's about doing the best with what you've got sometimes. It is, mate. Yeah, we're all alive, and we? We're still going. That's oh, the main God, thing. yes. Yeah. That's the main thing. We stay safe, don't we? And then we get all the measures in and everything. So like, just off air, we were just discussing, weren't we, everything that you've put in back to everything you're getting going quite well aren't you you've put all loads of yeah. you've got loads of different little areas for everyone and and everything haven't you well the thing is we're, we're a very very big big club yeah. um, as a center so we've mm. got lots of space so the downstairs gym has been turned into a dojo almost so that if we had uh, sort of 40 plus come in they would all be in two meter square boxes um to work solely on their own but on the auspices of the coach teaching them drills and different things from a platform, which, you know, at the end of the day, we're all coaches first. And no, it's not all about sparring and pad work as much as they all love it. Yeah. There is a thing called, we need to teach you to box properly first and to do all, you know, all your things properly, you know, properly as good boxers. So this is an opportunity. And I believe it is for us to uh, get out our coach book and remember how we did things before, you know, not fall back into that easy, you guys go in there and have a spar and, and so on. So yeah, in a it. sense, it's going to get us back closer with the, the boxers that we've got, simply because we've now got to really dig up our knowledge again and let them know what we're good at. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's what, we're all good coaches. We're not bad coaches. 
and especially a lot of us have been around a long time. And do you know what? Actually, it's not a bad thing. I, I quite enjoy, enjoy doing all, all the novices as a dojo or all the students because, A, because there's so many, it's the easiest way to do it. And B, because actually it's, it's just honing some of them skills, isn't it? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and in their own two-meter box, of course, they can't escape. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no hiding behind a the bag there, is there? That's it. So my <laughs> other coaches will walk up and down the walkways in between the boxes, and they can pick up, you know, if somebody's footwork's wrong a little bit, they'll pick it up. If mm. somebody's not throwing the jab properly, the coach will put them straight and, and say, right, try this, try that, and away you go. And it's all about us getting our demonstrations right again. And remembering how we did that, I think. <laughs> and yeah, secondly, no, that's right, isn't it? And secondly, you know, making sure if they have got bad habits, we can probably get rid of them again. Yeah, you know? pick up them faults, do a lot of fault correction. That's why I was saying, like, there's, I've seen a lot of people that are obviously quite upset that there's no sparring and pad work involved at the moment and stuff, which is, uh, yeah, don't get me wrong, it is a, it's a large part of our sport, but there's there's so many fundamentals and technical and conditioning drills that we could be doing in this time, isn't it? Like, that's right. There's, there's things that you don't, that when you're competition prepping all the time there's things that we miss on teaching isn't there like we miss out certain fundamental drills of footwork and this is the ideal time where we can polish up on that isn't it get it all back get it all back get the sport back where it belongs and and get i mean of course you you just said it there when we start um concentrating on our champions and the people that are going to get into championships Mm -hmm. we also tend to forget all the other brand new ones that come in the gym, they want, they want as much of you as the, as the champions, yeah. but they don't get it. So yeah. this is an opportunity where every, everybody's just been sort of equaled, haven't they? Yeah. So, so because they're all in that same two-meter box each, yeah. they're all now be, being taught by the one or two coaches across the board rather than you do this, you do that. Yeah. No, it's all same, same, same. And actually, I think this is where by having the more experienced boxers and the, the novice boxers in the, in the same arena, the same training arena, you know, the, the good stuff should wipe off the, 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 the good boxers onto, onto the brand new uh, novice ones that don't know much yet. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a nice way for the guys to get to know each other and not perhaps feel as though they're the best guys in the world because they were also the novices once. And yeah. that's, they forget that sometimes, don't they? Mm. You know, it's like a good reset button we've had, isn't it? Yeah, I it's think so. Great. Look at the positives. There's so many people that are looking at the negatives out there at the moment. Oh, Let's I know. Look at the positives. Let's keep it positive and now we move forward, isn't it? I agree with that. And I, and I, and I just think that we're the very people that can do this. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, and I look at, um, okay, University of Bristol, for instance. Now, so we have about 60 or 70 students coming from them every year. Mm. Well, at the moment, the university have said, they're not going to do any lectures in the university itself. It'll all be done at home. Yeah. So my question to the student body is, well, does that mean you can't come and box in the boxing club for a mm-hmm. second? Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for that answer to come back. It's not a problem, but Tuesdays and Fridays, they come in and they're a big part of what we do. Yeah. And, and it, well, it'd be a sad loss if they can't. Yeah. The other one, of course, I think this hit us the worst because I think they've been affected the worst, is our Parkinson's group. Mm. And the reason I say that is because with Parkinson's, it isn't just about the boxing. No. It's about the socialization. It's about the, um, the getting, to know one, that getting to know one another, that confidence building, building their self-esteem and stuff like that, which they've all missed out on it. And the other thing is, they found, especially all my classes, they found that by coming here, they don't fall over so much. They, yeah. they feel more confident. They feel like, 
you know, they've been to the boxing gym, they are somebody. Well, they've been off for four or five months now. And I mean, a lot of those people, if they didn't come to the gym, they don't see anybody else. No. So I'm just saying that, to, that they worry me the most, as in they're the most vulnerable, really, because of their uh, Parkinson's to start with. And the fact that, you know, a number of them are elderly. And secondly, I suppose, is where they were gaining that little bit of extra fitness and that, that health hiccup. Well, that's all gone by the board for a while. Um, and all I can hope is that we will start back. Um, probably we'll start back the Parkinson's in September yeah. because I'm, I'm going on the auspices of, well, if all the schools can go back, then I'll be confident personally enough to, to bring my Parkinson's group back in September. Yeah, I don't you, think I should do it before that. Have you done anything at all with the Parkinson's group over this, or like virtual uh, sessions or anything like that? Um, I, they, the, our group have been doing their own Zoom sessions anyway. Yeah. And I have to say, I've been very tied up with my um, school yeah, running yeah. that. So yeah. I haven't personally done much, but we, we, there is a boxing web that we, that we follow at the club. It's called Tough Boxers or something like that. Yeah. And a number of training sessions went on there. So I can only hope that some of our Parkinson's people have got into that. And if they didn't, it would be my fault. Yeah. But um, I'm just, I've been in contact by email with Dawn and people like that, and Nick, because at the end of the day, you know, they've asked us what we're doing. What do we do with this or that? So we've, we've had question and answer times. Yeah. But we've not really done a great deal. And all I said to all of them when we stopped was, when you go home, and we're, we don't know how far you're gonna, long you're going to be home, sorry, just keep doing your bit of skipping. Just keep uh, doing your footwork up and down the hallway. Yeah. You know, keep keep doing the, those wall press ups and um, things like that, just to try and keep that energy boost going and so yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what I gave them before they left. But yeah. um, I am looking forward to seeing them all in September because we, well, over the last sort of three or four years, we've created an amazing thing with the Parkinson's. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's brilliant. And, I and, know, and the I fact know, it's know, everywhere. Know. Mm, you know, yeah. uh, England boxing are back to 100%. There's some damn good um, videos and things on the vault now and stuff mm. like that. Um, the next time we go out, we're going to be launching it fully in the southeast and so on. So we're moving around the country now. Southwest have already been done. And we've got some good, good clubs with good coaches that have come up to do the parking and they're all doing okay. Yeah, uh, they're, no, we're still part of that. So it's, it's a national program now, which is wonderful. Yeah, hopefully a lot of and, uh, take it up, isn't it? I think so. And and the other thing is, when we set this program up, especially the training program, I set it up with Dawn and Nick. In other words, I set it up with Parkinson's people for Parkinson's. It wasn't Dennis Dinchcombe's, let's do it this way, because I, I know all about I knew nothing about Parkinson's. Same Absolutely. Yeah. All, I knew, all I knew was uh, what happened to Muhammad Ali, and I learned a lot more about what happened to him once I worked with my Parkinson's group. You can understand. Yeah. yeah. So they they they've they've done all the um, what I would say the Parkinson's side of why we do fitness, why we do this, why we do that, and I've I just set up the program for coaches not to teach them to coach, but to teach them to coach people with Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. It is different, not a great deal, but it's different because you've got to take a lot more care. And yeah. bear in mind, um, you know, when you've got people that perhaps part of their uh, illness is uh, falling over or stuff like that, or or losing balance, and it, again, all those things have to be taken into consideration. So, 
the coach, the coach, so far, the coaches that have taken it on have all been top-notch coaches. They've got bloody good clubs, and they're they're all working with Parkinson's groups at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, not at the moment, but when they can come back, I mean. Yeah. So, if nothing else, I know Ingram Boxing Wayne uh, through Ron Tully, the training officer. I know they're way into this, and um, they've seen us as one of the top six of working with a disabled or disability group. Sorry. Yeah. So we're right up there now as one of the top top groups for doing that with England boxing, showing what boxing can do for people with disabilities and so on. And wow, aren't we lucky? Yeah. And what will go from this, of course, is um, it won't just be the Parkinson's group. It will be other neurological um, issues yeah. that come it's up with people that can join us too. We've just started boxing for dementia now, and that's all wow. off the back of the Parkinson's program. They saw what Fantastic. we were doing. Saw what we were doing with the Parkinson's, and um, and they yeah. said they phoned me. I said, "Do you think this will work with people with dementia?" I said, "Of course it will." I said, "It works with everyone." Is. I said, "We just have to adapt." Yeah. And um, so we went down. We've done. I've done a few pilot projects with them, and literally end of August we start a twenty-two week program. So. Yeah. Oh, um, well done, we. Yeah, looking forward well to it. It's great fun as well. Brilliant. I'll tell you what as well, Dennis. I had, I've had my old... I've, I've hit, hit my record in the dementia programme. I've, I've got two 88-year-olds. Wow. My oldest is 86. Yeah. You beat me. <laughs> yeah. Harry and Kitty, their names are. They're husband, husband and wife, both wow. 88. Right. Oh, wow. Brilliant. They're great fun. Yeah, now my oldest, mine was 82, I think it was, was before that. And then they, uh, at the end of the session, they said, do you know how old we are? And I said, no. I, don't. I said, go on. <laughs> they, said, they said, 88. And I went, wow. Like, so and it was, it was one of them. When I walked into the do the session, yeah. They were sat down, and um, and I thought they were going to remain seated, and they were just going to do it seated, like yeah. and and that. And I said, right, for those that can stand up, right, we're going to get up and we're going to start moving our legs and then getting our arms. They were straight up, and they just carried on, like like like. Really, first of all, they said, no, no, we're just going to watch. But then within seconds, they were up. They were. Shadow boxing, and then they started doing partner work to each other as well. One was holding the pads, and the other one was it in the pads. It was brilliant. That's superb, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, amazing. amazing. Doesn't it show though? Doesn't it show boxing for everyone? Doesn't oh, it, it definitely is. It definitely boxing is. There is, there are no boundaries. No, we honestly can work with anybody from little ones, well, tiny little ones, right the way up to the eldest. Yeah. And actually, do you know what's good about the elderly? They do listen. Yeah. <laughs> they focus and they, well, not so much perhaps with dementia, but they remember what they're doing at the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. They no, may have forgot right. it by next week. Yeah. But for the Parkinson's group, they're actually dedicated and sometimes yeah. they oh, slow down a bit, slow woo. Yeah. Because, you know, they put so much effort in. They do. And, yeah. You know, I mean, this group in Br Bristol, they are amazing. We call them um, Raw Plains Wobbly Boxers. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't wobble as much as they did when they first started. No, you know what I'm yeah, mine, ours don't as well. Ours don't. Now that's funny. They could, we were talking about this. Like I've done a, um, done, um, I've done a couple of podcasts. I'm doing a series of podcasts, as you know, like about yeah. the boxing for Parkinson's. I've done one with Richard. I've done one with um, uh, Jane Cullen as well. Oh, and, brilliant. And I'm going to release them like every other week and um and it was the same there richard was saying like uh, jane like about their humor their humor's oh, yeah. fantastic oh, isn't yeah. it like, 
and they catch us out, like catch us out, like oh, I keep getting caught out, like I will finish a finish a, a round or saying, oh, I say, shake your arms out then, and they'll go, well, we've got no problems with that, have we, Wayne? And I go, oh no, I put my hands in the head like that, and they go, got you again, don't we? I'm like, oh. I know, I know, but it's it is. It's incredibly genuine, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah, they're great. Uh, they're great. They take the well, I see them go out of the gym, but I mean, I see, I see them coming to the gym. Quite a few of them still, mm. and they shuffle in some of those. But they, they walk they, out. Though, they, don't they, they walk out beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just right, in that yeah. small space of time, that one hour, in that hour, mm. it changes them back to being regulates them, doesn't it? Regula do you know what they all say? My clients said yeah. it regulates them, and all of them have said to me, "You've given us, given us our life back." Mm. Well, that. You can't put money on that way. No, you can't. You can't. There's, not, yeah. there's not a marker on that. And I just yeah. think that if that's all I've managed to do for this group, or for boxing in general with Parkinson's, then wow. Yeah. And then, you know, okay, I'm 65. So I, I'm not saying I'm sitting back. I've got lots more to do yet. But the reality is, I feel I've achieved now with something new in boxing for me as well. Yeah, that's right. You know, and that's, that's what it's about, isn't yeah. it? You know? Anybody of us could just get stayed and stay in the gym and do nothing. Yeah, just just live off the glory, instead of what can we do next or so on. And there's going to be a lot of gyms out there now that may have to look at doing other things during the day. Yeah, alternative stuff. You yeah. know, and if that's the case, then they need to be talking to the likes of you and me, and England Boxing to say, well, what can we do in this area for you? And if they're not linked to a Parkinson's group, get on the website. It's you know, there's one in every city, or more or less, yeah, and say, look, can we have a chat with your people or blah blah blah. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. No, that's right, isn't it? It's but we've got to sell it. Yeah, absolutely, and hopefully it will go. It, but it's starting to make more noise, isn't it? You, you're doing a fantastic work with you, the coaching course on it. But Ron Tully's right behind it, isn't he? And yeah, and, and that's what counts. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully it will get. I, I I speak to a lot of coaches down here, like well up here, shall I say from yeah. you? But um, but like in Kent and that, I get quite often quite a few phone calls. There's a few clubs in Kent, like since the um your course day that you did, um, yeah. that phone me up that want to come down and watch my sessions, just so um just so they they get an idea of what to do and stuff. Because obviously, like like you and I, they're, they're boxing coaches. They're not health professionals or anything. No. They're boxing coaches. Like, we had to learn, didn't we, as we, as, we did. as we started, like what's your do's and don'ts and, and how you get around it, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I think when we're doing it, uh, working with these you know vulnerable groups, as coaches, we're quite compassionate people in our own way. Mm. Uh, People might not admit that. They think we might be tough and harsh, but that's a part of what we are. But we're, we tend to be very compassionate. Mm. We care about what we do. And we also know if we teach somebody wrong, they're going to get hurt or hurt somebody. Well, that's not what we're in the business for. We're there to teach them to do it right so that they enjoy the sport. But more importantly, if they win, they win it properly. Yeah. If they lose, they, they lose with dignity. It's not the end. You know, it's that sort of thing. But with people that are vulnerable, they're never, ever going to hit one another. No. But the fact that they can get that close and hit people on pads and stuff like that, it's, yeah. it's like a big buzz. Yeah, yeah, no, it is, isn't it? Yes, we've, got, we've got one in my gym called John, and he comes bouncing through the door, he does, and he and he like he used to box in the Navy years, and he, like, obviously when he was a young one, and um, like, he comes in, he goes mad for it. He's on the bag, and he's it's like he's rolled back the years. It's like he's he's dead, you know? He's, he's back in that ring, and you can yeah, it's see amazing. the ferociousness on his punches, and 
and everything. It's just like he's he's rolled it back. He's right there. He's brilliant, John. And he um he's he can't stand still though, John. He has to keep moving. Like if we keep have a break, he has to keep walking because otherwise. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, like that. So we just keep John going, and even he makes a joke. Like he'll he'll freeze. And he'll, and he'll shout, starting motor, starting motor. So you pretend that you're pulling the cord on his starting motor. And then he's off, and then he's running again. Like this, like, so he makes a joke. Himself, That's fantastic. Brilliant, fantastic. isn't he? Brilliant. So what did you... Oh, okay. um, just Obviously, what? you've got your MBE, Dennis. Yes. Was that through your youth work abroad plane, or was yes. it boxing? It was the youth work, work and... Well, youth work in boxing okay. and, and fostering. Yeah, so, I was fostering yeah. as well, do you? Yeah. And my wife, Edna, my missus, and myself, we fostered over 137 boys. Wow. Over wow. a long period. So that was part of it. So, of course, Ed, Edna's got an MBA as well. I got mine in 2004. Yeah. And Edna got hers in 2010, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. That itself was quite a, a, well, a special thing, really. Yeah. And at the time, you, think, you, feel, you feel quite humbled. But then when you look back at some of the stuff you've done, you think, oh, actually, no, perhaps it's all right then. You know, it's, yeah. it takes yeah. you a while to, a, to agree in here that, you, you deserve it type thing but yeah no it's a, it's well a done to you. yeah wonderful. well done to you both the um um because that's what i wanted to move on to like the history of broad playing because obviously i come down to your your gym probably once or twice a season with the nabc's because you hold that's it right, yeah. often yeah. don't you and um it, the facility is remarkable isn't it it's a fantastic place and the um oh, yeah. Yeah, what's the what's the history behind it if it's tell the listeners okay so um broad playing lads club it was in those days was formed in 1894. Wow, was it? Wow. So we're, we're probably one of the oldest clubs in the country. Yeah. Now, when it was formed then, it was about a mile and a half from here in a, an area called the um, St. Phillips area, which is not for, about a mile and a half away from here. Um, cobbled streets on the side of the building, so that tells you how old it was. Uh, but it was a massive, big old rambling building um, with three floors in it. And... Um, there was never boxing. We, we, we were never going to do boxing. Um, I didn't like. I didn't like boxing. So I, I, I used to do the old. Um, oh God, milling. You see, with the services, and the, the reality is, I I'd thought. Like, I'd like to say, you weren't around in 1894, surely. No, thank God. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but um, so we were at the old building at Anvil Street, right up until 84, 1984. Yeah. So I, I, I've been the leader then ten years or something like that. In fact, I'm into my 45th year. Oh, you really? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's not bad. I was, about, I was 19, 20 when I started. I was playing rugby for him. I asked if I could help out one day. That was a mistake. I was still here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, it, and from that point on, the, the club has always been very much a, a, a an integral part of the community. Mm. And in 1984, we looked 1983, 84. We looked at our building, and it's always it had great big walls, about three foot thick. So you know, if somebody was playing table tennis, you'd never hear them. Mm. So from the health and safety point of view, it wasn't the best. It was starting to have its problems with you know uh, the building. Mm. So we raised 400,000 pounds, and we built this here at Broadplane. And you build that where you we, are? Yeah, we own it as well. When I say oh, that, the, me the members own. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and in fact, if anything ever happened to me, it would be, it would become part of uh, the young Bristol setup. Mm -hmm. You know, so so it will always be a youth work, mm -hmm. and so on. But um, the club, it's, I mean, the club itself. Um, I I drew a bubble diagram, how, what I wanted, and it is here. This yeah. was the bubble diagram, and here we are. Um, 
in three to four years, because there's going to be a lot of development around here, I'm looking to put up a a, a 6.8 million pound building. Oh yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got because you've got massive, and then hand it over. You've got massive car park, haven't you? You got you got you got masses of area there, haven't you? So well, the car park extend. this weekend and all the every weekend through August, going back to try and make some money from the money we've lost, really. Yeah. And um, we we've got a, a group called the High Rise Events, and they do music events for us. Uh, they just partner up with us, and we get a percentage of the bar and you know yeah. a, a bit of a revenue. And um, this weekend, um, we had two day bars, which meant um, they sit on six six person uh, picnic tables, all under cover, like uh, stretch canvases, and they get served all their drinks for two hours and food if they want. Then they leave, and then another two hundred uh, and fifty come in. So we were the each day there's three groups, 750 a day. They all come in and do their bit. This, this weekend, the bar took 11,500 pounds in two wow. days. Wow, wow. So that's how, I mean, this building, I have to find 187,000 pounds a year to keep it going. Yeah, do you? Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be a lot of money because you've got a big, big area like the, um, so it's massive. Isn't yeah. it? you're, you're but that being said, we managed, I do manage to do it every year by hook or by crook. And at the moment, this music thing's come in because August was a washout in the end. Yeah. So um, even the car park. So when my colleague in High, High, um, High Rise come in, he said, well, why don't we do this? I said, do you know what? If you want to put it on, let's have a go at it. Well, I was here all weekend and it's been an amazing event. And Brilliant. the thing is, it all, it's also publicity to the community and stuff, what we're doing. I mean, I was even asked this weekend uh, from a, a group that was here doing the food from St. Paul's, all the Caribbean food. They said, um, do you do weights? I said, <laughs> we'll also do weddings and bar mitzvahs. I said, at the end of the day, we'll do anything if it's good for the community, but more importantly, if it brings in some form of revenue to the centre. Yeah. Because otherwise we're going to shut, aren't we? Yeah, you're going to shut. And they said, doors, oh, yeah. leave that with me because they have lots of weeks in St. Paul's, which is probably a sad thing to say, yeah. but there is a big elderly community there. And I said, well, look, talk to me um, in the next couple of weeks and see what we can do. Yeah. So if that's what it takes and we have to do a, a wake every couple of weeks, because any revenue actually means that those that haven't got it in the box or anything, they'll get it for nothing. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's, you know, it's, it's a round robin, isn't it? What you gain in one hand, you you know you sort of give back in the other sometimes. Yeah. But we do our utmost to you know to make. Oh, sorry. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, the club itself awesome. It's looked after thousands of people over the years. Um. The club itself has even got a, a Queen's Award for voluntary service as well yeah. for all the volunteers. So it's like three MBEs here, really. <laughs> yeah, no, blinded, mate. You're doing a fantastic job. Well, I always love coming down there. It's a fantastic facility. Oh, well, I, 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 I welcome there, The last time I was down there was when uh, when it was the Western Counties v Island. You had the island. Oh, uh, yeah. You wasn't there, though. I came, I bought... Um, I, bought I was in having my knee done. I have a knee up That's right. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. I asked your, your, your blokes on the door where you was. Because I came, I, we came all the way down from chat. It was three and a half hours down. And... Um, I brought Enrico Atalma with us, our, like, our European champion, but he doesn't oh. box, does he? He doesn't get the box. Oh. And the Irish had the Irish champion coming over, Super Heavyweight Junior. Oh. And, um, 
So I said to Craig Turner, I said, well, he goes with Enrico. Do they want it? And he came back. He said, yeah. So we, we drove down three and a half hours, came down. Enrico stopped him in the first round, and we drove three and a half hours back. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good day at the office. He struggles to box, doesn't he? Unless it's international, because he's so good. Well, that's but, it. Um, yeah. so, like, and there was obviously that bout came in. We said, yeah, of course, we'll be there. Come down. He stopped I him bet they the were impressed. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Come down, shot down there. The last bout on as well, because he was the heavyweight, got in there, done the oh. job, off we went back. And that was it. So Yeah, and uh, interestingly though, when you win, the trip back's always lovely, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. When you lose, it's very, very bloody quiet in the car, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we call it the happy bus because we come down our big bus, obviously. And oh, brilliant. We call it the happy bus, but then, uh, yeah, when it's uh, yeah, it's like a morgue, isn't it, when you lose? <laughs> like, I remember a couple of seasons ago, we were we got to the, um, it was in the, in the senior elite. I mean, it was 2018, I think, and um, we... It was quite far away. I can't remember where we went, but we had three in the quarterfinals and we lost all three on the first day. Like, we literally drove home. No one said a word for the I whole know. Like, It's awesome. I've been there. I know. I know what it's like. And it's like, yeah, nobody wants to, do they? No, <laughs> They're all the is gone. Very rarely, isn't it? You might come away with one out of three or something, but oh. all three of them lost. And we just went, oh, that's it. Like, go over, that's that weekend finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll pick that up in the gym on Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, no one said a word. No one said a word. Yeah, awesome. so, so you do, um, so you have your school, don't you, down at Broadway yes, as yeah. well? Um, you've got lots of computers and everything down there, haven't you? So is it a permanent school? How, 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 what's the layout for it? So, so we've got, the young people we deal with could record trash any normal school classroom if they were in it. Yeah. When they get to yeah. us, we tend to use sport as a platform to engage them. Mm -hmm. um, they work out very quick. We normally actually give them a good round of pants on the first yeah. day. Yeah. They work out, actually, then it's not good to be giving us loads of lift. Yeah, in the nice possible in the nicest possible way. That's right. Because yeah. all of a sudden we're a bit tougher than they think we are. Yeah. And then we um we've got a climbing wall, so you know we introduce some things like so we tend to socialise them first. Yeah. Which is the hard because these kids have been kicked out of schools and everything's a bad day. So when they come here, the thing we try to do is turn it around. So we use a thing called uh, or a process called attachment aware, and it's it's all about young people how they were wired as they've been developing as kids all the way up. And regardless of what they do, Wayne, we can have an incredibly bad day. But I always shake their hands when they go out. And when they come in the phone, nice to see you today. And how are we today? Yeah, yeah. What happened yesterday is gone. Yeah, it's because gone. these kids are, are used to just having put on, put on, put on, put on every day. And nobody seems to forget the bad days. Mm. They never remember their good days. No, that's right. So we try and turn that round. And we're, we're very successful. We had a full house of kids every single day of the lockdown um yeah. the social services the uh, special schools that we work with every one of them said wow you know thank you for what we do with the kids and i think we've got 10 definites to start in september brilliant Excellent. We, we, we work with we work with um an average say six seven kids a day um that being said so but let's say it was five, that would be 25 days. Mm. Every day is worth £140. Mm. 
if you understand me meaning. Yeah. That's what we that's what we charge the local authorities and the education department and so on. Because all these kids come with a um extra money because of their difficulties. Yeah, yeah. And of course that's what pays us really, or pays the centre. Yeah. And um so that brings us in that brings us in about 130,000 a year. Wow. Yeah. Or not. So so if we didn't do the school, the rest wouldn't be able to work because you know and I know. The boxing subs ain't going to cover the electric yeah, lightning. No chance. Never going to do it. So, so it is about what we do during the day tends to subsidise everything else. Mm. That being said, you know, if we have a boxing show, whatever money comes in, that goes into the pot. And That's if true. I want to, you know, you know, we if, if we need new bags, I'll go out and I'll buy new bags, but that comes out of one pot. So we're a little bit different to some boxing clubs. This is a mm. a whole thing. Mm. If you like, I manage all of it anyway. Mm. So, and I've got a proper trustee board. Chartered accountant, treasurer, and stuff like this. So, yeah. yeah, I've got the right people in the right places to to back me up. So once a week, my treasurer comes in and he signs everything off, or whatever it is. So I haven't got to worry about the money. No, that's right. If I take it in, all the stuff, everything's signed off. It all goes into the one pot. When I want something, I go and get it. If it's a big thing, I you know I normally let the committee know that I want something big, and um, you know they give me the the okay. Yeah. Um, if the money's in the bank, everything else is all right. You know. But apart from that, um, yeah, the place is tickety-boo. I'm, I'm looking forward to when we actually get back mm. into our real world again, because this is surreal. Yeah what's, yeah. what's happened to all of us, Wayne, is we had our legs cut off, didn't we, technically? Yeah. We were, everything was okay on Monday, and on Tuesday it was all gone. Mm. And it's been like, oh, it's just, it it's was exactly another day. exactly how it was. It's like, as you, as you know, like my, my, our Olympia Boxing, like our main business is the, is the school programs that we deliver. Yeah. And I had, um, before, I literally, we had, before the lockdown, we had 39 schools we were delivering in every, like a week. Wow. And um, I lost 31 schools in 24 hours, just went boom, like that. Like That's 24 terrible. hours, just I just watched the whole business just go through the floor. Like that, That's just bang, 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 bang. Like it's email after email after email. Oh. I was like, oh my god, what are we gonna do here? And then, and then you just you just go right, okay. Do we do we just do we feel sorry for ourselves, or do we look at what positives there can be out of this, and and then look yeah. to regroup and get forward again? So that's what we did. So we adapted. What? We started virtual sessions and started oh, moving bro. towards that. We're not we're not nowhere near at full strength again of where we was, but but we're still running. That's the main thing. We're still working. We haven't given up. We're not we're not down. That final bell ain't gone on us yet, mate. No, it? no, and that's right. And hey, keep and, and that's that mantra for every one of us, isn't it? You keep bloody well going. What would you say to your boxer in the ring? He's tired in the second round. Well, come out then. Right. Yeah. Now you've got to dig deep, son. You've yeah. got to find another way to do this. If you want to win it, you've got to come and get it. That's right. They're not going to give it to you. No. And they no. find it. They find it because they trust us. Well, if we, as the coaches, enter and say, well, that's it, lads, we give up. <laughs> yeah, right. What sort of role models were we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've got so we got to keep going, mate. We got to keep yeah. doing what we do best. Yeah. yeah. So when, so when, um, so you're planning then on September to bring your boxing for Parkinson's back then? Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. So you, um, I suppose you're you're already set up though, aren't you? If you've done all your pods and everything like that, it's just more back when the we're ready to participants go. want to come back in, isn't it? That's right. Well, so far, um, Dawn has phoned me and or messaged me. To find out how things are and so on, saying, Well, we'd all love to start back very soon. And I've just had to say, Well, yes, I want you to start back soon, but mm. I think it's better we start back in September. And I've explained that. 
Yeah. And, um, Just make sure everything's clear and that they're yeah. all safe, isn't it? And I've had to change uh, my days a bit with the school because normally Friday is my day off of the school. I work Monday to Thursday with the school. And then Friday is more of an admin day. Mm. But what I'm probably going to do, I've been asked if I can take more kids on a Friday. Well, financially, it's sound to start with. Mm. And why shouldn't we? I don't mind doing that. So I'm probably going to have to move my Parkinson's group to a Monday morning because right. I've only got two or three. I got, well, I've probably got three or four what they call year 12 lads. Well, the good news is they all have the box in, so I can use them as pad men and all sorts, and they'll help me work with the Parkinson's group. And yeah. that to me is that that social in, inter, interaction, getting yeah, you know, elderly yeah. and young people together. You That's know? Right. And they, can, they then get a sense of giving back as well, and, and they yeah. learn how to how to help others instead of being on the receiving end all the time, isn't That's it? That's exactly so. all it is. And you know what? My Parkinson's group have been lucky enough to have a few of those lads come up through doing that, mm -hmm. and they absolutely love them. They adopt them almost because Brilliant. they can't believe how nice they are. To them. And I think if only they knew them properly, they'd realise actually you know, sometimes they aren't as nice as they could be. <laughs> but when they're working with them Parkinson's people, they treat them like their grand and granddads or, or uncles or whatever. And it's absolutely yeah. wonderful. Yeah, no, isn't it? Total Great. respect. Total yeah. respect. Do you want to yeah. just, um, as we're talking about the post, how did you get into the Parkinson's program? How did it all start? Because you're the you're well, the founder of everything that we're all doing now. So how do you tell, right. this, tell everyone right. how it started? Okay. Right. Well, it's Dawn May's fault in Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> I blame yeah. Dawn. I'm going to blame Dawn. And the reason for that is I, Dawn turned up one day a few years ago and she said, hello, Dad. She said, you probably don't remember me. She said, um, you used to, I used to work at a school and you used to look after some pretty difficult kids I had in the boxing. You ought to turn them around. I said, well, we, we do a bit of that. I mean, yeah. She said, well, would you be interested in working in another group? I said, well, of course we will. Oh, she said, lovely. She said, well, they've all got Parkinson's. I already went through the floor. <laughs> what are you saying to me? And of course, as I explained to you right at the beginning, what did I know about Parkinson's? That Muhammad Ali had it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, well, God, in boxing, we don't allow anybody with Parkinson's to have it. It's, you know, it's that, so that was my, my thoughts. I said, well, not really. I said, I can't see how we can do that. And of course, you know, why was I thinking that they'd be in the bout and stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> stuff, yeah. really. yeah. And I'm thinking, well, actually, no, we do kick gloves and things like that. Um, they don't have to touch each other at all. I said, I'll tell you what, we do non-contact boxing in, in the England boxing world or the amateur boxing world. I said, if we do it, because no turned into yes very quickly, I said, if we do it, I'll give it a go. I said, but it's called, it will be called uh, non-contact boxing, definitely. Mm. I said, otherwise, that would be the end of it if somebody got hurt. Okay, Dennis, when can we start? I'm thinking, you know what you think? Oh, it's going to be months yeah. away. No, this was, I think, two, within one or two weeks. We had a Friday morning, and I, I never knew what was going to turn up. You know, I, had a, I, I was quite frightened, really. And yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of experience in this business. In, right across the board and you know what I'm thinking oh what if this goes wrong what if yeah, I do it wrong you know what if I don't it. pitch it how do I pitch this to people you know and the questions I asked myself were loads you know it was like, I, was, I sort of interviewed myself to think you sure I did it in the end I thought no it's okay but I had to ask those questions of myself like, to make sure I had it right in the end yeah. so I got them all in there and I opened up my bar you know my bar there were all the yeah. memorabilia so I got them all sat in there first of all to do a bit of a safety introduction and stuff like that. And we did um, 
some health forms and stuff like that, you know, just to make sure that yeah. there was anybody that I needed to know it was, I had it. And um, I had a good chat to him all about it. I said, right, I said, well, the session's going to be an hour. I said, but we'll, we'll, it'll be a longer one today because we've had a chat. And I took him into the boxing gym by their eyes. It just lit up. It absolutely, we had a session. Um, and that's, it just built. And it's just got better and better and better. And actually, the ones I've, some of them have been with me for the whole length of that time. Yeah, yeah. And you, you want to see them on the pads. They're as good as any of my coaches. Yeah. They're absolutely superb. And, you know, if I get a brand new person in now, I'll say, oh, Nick or Dawn, or, do, do you mind just going through the basics with this one, please? Yeah. Make them feel welcome. And bang, they're into this big Parkinson's family. Excellent. And, oh, it's beautiful, it is, mate. I have met, and Jim Hill, who's been my partner for a partner as in boxing, uh, my main one of my main coaches. We've been together 40 years, role playing, and uh, sort of done everything and anything together. And um, he's got, he, he, he went through the cancer and all sorts. He's quite poorly now at the moment, but apart from that, he went through the cancer, uh, cleared it up with the chemotherapy, then it caught him back again. So he's quite a poorly man as himself. But he's a bloody good coach. When I say that, if, if you put the two, you know, like a good cop, bad cop. I'm like the good cop. He's the bad cop. If I, if I can say that in the boxing world. And yeah. every gym got us like that. That's yeah. how it is. And um, so I'm thinking as a gym, I said, you've got to be a bit gentle with these. Well, I'll tell you something now. I cannot believe how he's come down, how he's so calm, how he loves every single session, how yeah. he's finding the sessions helping him as well. It's, yeah. is fantastic. So, yeah, the, the reality is, it can only get better. And um, as I say, I'm hoping Jim gets out of this last lot of uh, illness that he's got, which has been where he's been poorly, because they all the Parkinson's group love him. He loves all them, I and mean, it, it's fantastic to see how it affects both sides. With me, I, I'm always well. I'm humbled by what they do. If I'm really honest, yeah, the very fact that they put so much effort and so much into it yeah I, they've, I give, they've, given drive, they've given me drive over, think, since, yeah. since i've been since i've been in, um, involved in it like there's been many a times when um something's happened been going on in i don't know either in the business in the club or or or, or in my own i'm thinking i'm thinking bloody hell i'm, I'm losing here like how, how do i get through and then i just think do you know what how do they battle every day what what have every I single day about? What have I got to mind? Yes. Like, That's right. Come on, let's get through it. And now just I think of them and, and how they battle and how they get through everything. And yeah, they're different. Pushes me they're on. lovely people. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, and, and sure. I think they can do that with every coach that takes this on. Mm. I truly believe it will have exactly the same effect. Yeah. But no matter where we're coming from, we, we see it. You know, when, um, when you get that, that youngster that comes through the door and he's, he's a bit timid, all the rest of it, and all of a sudden they just grow, don't they? And, Crying out loud, where did that come from? And and then the development is amazing, isn't it? For the for you see the boxing come out and stuff you thought they were never picking up, all of a sudden they're doing it as as though it was all part of their mantras forever. Yeah, and yeah. well, the Parkinson's uh, participants they do the same thing. Mm. They come in, and I say the fact that some of them come in in such what I would call a a vulnerable state, not poorly, a vulnerable mm. state, because Parkinson's to them is so, you've got Parkinson's, it's like oh my life's over, that's it, it's gone. Yeah, exactly that, and 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 then after a couple of months, you see them 
coming, they're smiling. They're but well, the first day they're smiling. But yeah, they're smiling. They're buzzing. They can't wait to come the next time. Um, we always have that sort of coffee, and before and after the session anyway. So it's like we plan the session and then we review it, and we do that every week. But it's more because they do that social integration with each other, that meetup, and they look for oh, Dawn gets them out on. Um, they take they go for a meal once a month. Um, at the unit at the college. Mm. You know, where the apprentices do all the food once a month they all meet up they go down there after the boxing session yeah they've all met through the boxing as well as the same as our group we've yeah. got there's loads of like there's a core group of them but like, with phil and um larry and stuff like that. they've got a little like they've got their group that are always in their medway uh parkinson's group yeah yeah then there's there's like the new people that have seen that have living with Parkinson's that have seen it and came down and joined. They're now like becoming friends with them. They're all going out on their month, their walks and and their other events that they put on. And it's fantastic, so isn't it? Built built a good rapport, isn't it? Like, oh like, yeah. Live on their own as well, so it's it's brilliant for their socialisation, isn't it? That's right, and and I and I just think as well that um, I mean I've I've got people that have done the Parkinson's training uh, for, and I would put them down to say, do you know what? You could run this session and they could run this session. Mm, mm. I know they would do it properly. Honestly. Mm. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, and, no, and, and they don't have to be coaches because they've learned how to do what we do. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and, and it's because my, my ultimate aim, Wayne, with this was it's boxing for Parkinson's, but by Parkinson's. I, at the end, I would love to think that the little training course that we do and all the rest of it is going to bring on the people like I've had for a few years to be the coaches, as yeah, in only for that sport, yeah. only for the sport within their group. But we know, we'll, we'll know that they're safe to do it. Mm. We'll know that they give it. That's down to us. That's what we do. Yeah. And, and the way I, I'm working on that is that I use them to help me do what we're doing. And gradually, they, you know, they learn off the skills, don't they? What we do, they, they see and learn, technically, same as the boxers. Mm -hmm. And I must admit, I've got a fantastic bunch here in Bristol. They're, yeah. they're, they're really tight, and they care about what we do. They, they've been to a couple of our boxing shows. Yeah, they've yeah. been to a dinner they've show. They've bought a dinner table. Come, yeah. yeah, ours come and support our shows as well. No, it's got, fantastic. I've <laughs> reserved them some seats at the front, but then they get their Oh, they love it. They love down. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely love it. Like the um, we keep winding John up, telling him we're putting him on number nine, but he won't have it. He won't have it. Hey, do you know what they all say to me? We could have our own show. I said, not with me, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him, bless him. Right then, then just before we um, pack it, what's that? Let me just finish this. Sorry, sorry, Wayne. No worries, mate. Just before we finish up, I know yeah. you're just good for time because um, you're a very busy man. How can people follow you or contact you that want to get involved with uh, anything that Broadplane does, whether that's the youth work, the school, boxing for Parkinson's, where can they follow you and find you? Right. Um, there, is, there is a Broadplane and Riverside Youth Project um, site. Website. I've, actually yeah. got it. I've got one being brand, brand new done at the moment as well, which would be lovely in the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, COVID-19 stopped that being finished, but everything will be on there. And as of September, that's going to be out there big time. Yeah. But in the meantime, uh, our old one is, it's either the Broadplane Boxers 
or um, Role Playing Police ABC. And if you go on there, people can find out what we're doing, right. when the shows are and things like this. Yeah. Um, but Role Playing and Riverside Youth Project, there is a, a website there, www.redsite. Yeah. And it, honestly, it's, it's okay. There's lots of stuff yeah. on it. Yeah. And other than that, they phone, I mean, other than that, they can phone me on my, my personal mobile number, which is the phone that I do everything with. Mm-hmm. Which is 0797 357 4091. And if it's the email, it's all lowercase Dennis MBE at outlook, outlook sorry, dot com or Dennis MBE at riverside yp.org. Either of those two, they'll always get me and I will always answer them. Perfect. But in Bristol, and it would be the same in Wedmer, I think, because they've got that Bristol branch. Anybody with Parkinson's or any neurological ailment, really, if they go through the Bristol branch of Parkinson's, they'll be brought straight to us. Yeah, be pushed. So that'll help as well. All right. Excellent. Okay, Dennis, thank you for your time. Thanks for coming on, mate. And um, all the best and everything. And I look forward to catching up with you once this is all over and done with. And I can pop down and I'll have a cup of tea with you, mate. We might even have a beer. <laughs> we can have a beer, even better. Well, right, <laughs> well, the next time you come all the way down with a boxer, you'll have to stay over because I got the bunkhouse, aren't I? Yeah, that's it, definitely. Absolutely. Right, mate. Take care, buddy. Wayne, thanks for what you're doing. Um, it is appreciated, especially at that end as well. Thank all you. All the very Cheers, best, Thank Cheers, you. Wow, so what a fantastic podcast I think that was. It was great to get Dennis on. Been wanting to be doing it for a long time now because Dennis is such a great man. And and just to listen from his own words, the fantastic work him and his team are doing down at Broadpave ABC is remarkable. Long may it continue with them. So if you could do us the great honour of rating and reviewing this podcast, this, that would be absolutely fantastic because this will enable our podcast to get, reach out to a far wider audience and then we'll be able to share the love of boxing and the power of it, what it can do for communities. So if you'd like to follow what we're doing, our website is www.olympiaboxing.co.uk and our, we have a Facebook page, Olympia Boxing CIC, and we're on Instagram and twitter at olympia boxing okay guys i hope you enjoyed and uh once again if you'd like to leave any comments please let us know if you'd like to become a be a guest on our podcast to talk about your journey or anything that you've got going on with community sport then please just drop us a line because we're always looking for more guests all right guys catch you next week take care